Welcome to Out of Bounds. Here we are for another podcast, the third of the week. Me and Kalash are actually putting in that work. <laughs> We've been uh, recording a lot. Uh, this one is we're recording actually like pretty late at night. Um, but yeah, now NFL season is in swing. NBA season is just starting. It's a great time of the year. Because MLB of that, playoffs. We're more yeah, MLB I forgot to playoffs mention that. are going on. The NHL season started, man. Like, I, I, I watched 14 highlights in 24 hours. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like peak sports right now. But this is actually our uh, NFL Week 6 recap, uh, which we didn't get to earlier in the week. Um, We'll probably post this late at night on Wednesday. Um, So you guys will have it before the next week. But yeah, let's get right into it. So I kind of wanted to start with the the primetime games first. Uh, We'll start with Thursday Night Football, which always ends up being like the most boring game of the week. Um, the commanders edge out over the the Bears. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think he's like undefeated on Thursday Night Football. Is this like a very like it was actually very similar to the Colts Broncos game, but like but somehow it feels worse because I don't know. Like these teams are just always irrelevant, whereas at least you cared about the Colts and, Bron- and Broncos at some point. Um, I don't know. It was like a very like mucky game, but I guess the main storyline for this one is Carson Wentz actually had, like, a finger injury. I think he'll be out four to six weeks now. And now the Commander's season just looks like it's going down the drain. But I guess they still have Taylor Heineke. He was, like, not that bad. It's Taylor Heineke time, bro. Let's do it. I mean, I, I, I like him better than, like, Wentz in the sense of, like, again, this is, goes along with, with the theme of the year about just how much better is the quarterback you have versus the guy you want to develop. So just develop Heineke. Like is Taylor Heineke really someone to develop though? He's like been playing. So uh, you don't see him as like a young guy that you can build around or something like that. No, he's been. I think he's been playing for a couple years now. So then, this is the example of uh, a Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson situation where like your starting quarterback is in a sexual assaulter, but it's just an injury. Is what I'm saying. So that's yeah, basically yeah, what's that's, happening. Yeah, that's how I view it, I guess. But, okay. I mean, yeah, the, the commanders are screwed without Wentz because he was he's actually not that like he's not the main reason they lost a lot of these games. Like it, even though it looks like it, in my opinion, like he's played pretty well. He's having a better year than he did last year for sure. Yeah, like the team around him is just like kind of sucks. And I don't know, like they're now starting Brian Robinson at running back, but I still think Antonio Gibson is better. Like, I don't know. This always happens to running backs. Like, they just, like, phase out, like, the the incumbent starter unless he's, like, a superstar. Wasn't Antonio Gibson, like, a receiver before he became running back? No. Antonio Gibson was always a running back. Maybe in college. Uh, not in the NFL. Yeah. yeah in, in college, he was a receiver. Yeah, but he, he was really good at running back, like, his first couple years. Like, I don't get why they're just shifting to Brian Robinson. But, I mean, they won this game, though. So, uh. On the other side, I guess the Bears is also kind of just not that great. Like, their offense just looks really bad. Um, these Thursday night games are really bad, man. I don't think it's a good product. I don't know what to do about it, but, like, they've been, like, a large failure. Like, I think teams are just not, don't have enough energy to play, like, four days after playing a game, which makes sense. And, like, we're seeing the result of that. Like, I feel like Thursday night should just be, like, against teams that come back from a bye or something. 
So, like, uh, the Bears also play on primetime next week against the Patriots on Monday night, which I guess a couple weeks ago we, we might have thought that might have been, like, a boring fest, but it actually might not be bad now. And then um, tomorrow's game, the Thursday night football game, it's that's not going to be any better either. It's the Saints who are having, like, just issues everywhere versus Call of Duty Boy. On the weekend, I think Modern Warfare 2 comes out. Or not Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. Some, some Call of Duty game comes out, right? Because I saw I'm someone dead. downloading it. Yeah. Um, um. But honestly, Washington defense has been pretty good, bro. And then, like, I, I, I think I thought they played pretty well. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, it is Modern Warfare too. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, it's like New Era begins a campaign early access or something. He definitely. Yeah, October twentieth, which is tomorrow. Anyone who pre-ordered, oh my god, bro. That means he's gonna be playing tonight in Arizona time. So in about like three. hours. Hours, four hours, be playing tonight. Yeah, they're screwed. Why they go with the Saints? <laughs> this is not good. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that, that like, uh, there was two things I wanted to say about this. Uh, the Fields' uh, drive at the end of the game was pretty, like, pretty good. Like, and his his run at the end of the game, with the I guess the last possession was actually pretty wild. It was a crazy ass yeah. run. And then like, uh, what's his name? Pettis should have caught that touchdown. He should have caught it on the third down. He should have caught the touchdown. That should have been the game. The Bears should have won it. And then that fourth down play was like insane because he caught it, but he was like, like he like caught it out of bounds or he didn't have possession of it. So like it was just like like the Bears should have easily won that. And what's crazy is the only reason the Commanders even had a chance was because of the muffed punt by Chicago. Yeah, that is crazy. So like this is a game that the Bears could have easily won, and I think the Commanders like going into it, the Commanders were gonna win. And then, like, they, like, barely scraped by and they just got lucky. Yeah. I mean, it's good they got this win. I don't know how they're going to win going forward. But, I don't know, maybe T- Taylor Heineke will give, like, some newfound energy and change the vibes. <laughs> they're playing the but Packers we'll next. Yeah, it's going to be a loss. I don't know, right, yeah, man. We could move on. I don't really care about this game. All right, what's next? Uh yeah, we could go to the Monday night game, Broncos and Chargers. Yeah, I don't know what's up with these games, man. Like I hate these field goal fests. Like literally the Sunday games are like so good. And then like Monday and Thursday, I feel like have largely just been underwhelming for now. I don't know what it is. Maybe like offense was overperforming the past couple seasons, and this year is just down. I think there's a lot of new head coaches that are in with like, that have better been there or signed the last couple of years, like like exa- like for as for example Jacksonville, who had like like the, a coach who had strippers and now they have like Doug Peterson. So so, so there's a lot of changeover like within just like on the on, like the play calling side. I feel like so maybe that might be a reason of just offenses being bad. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. It's week six now still. <laughs> Like it's I, not I like mean, it's what the first couple of weeks I understand it's week six, bro. I only thought this was a pretty good game. Like I mean, like, watching the highlights, I thought it was a fun game. Like I mean, like, I like I enjoyed the highlights. It wasn't like a boring fest because like it was still nineteen sixteen, yeah. and I get it was a field goal fest, but like the defenses on both sides look great. Like the, the Broncos defense looked good, the Chargers defense looked good. I mean, everyone on the Chargers defense looked good except for one guy, and we all know who that is. Um, who JC? Yep, the guy benched. Got benched. Damn. The star corner got benched. It's, an, it's actually it's, it's crazy. Crazy how the Patriots get away with this every single time. They just let a free agent go. Like, not even him. Jamie Collins, let him go. And then he gets his career ruined. Chandler Jones, he only had, like, a comeback with, like, Arizona recently. But, like, all these players that, just, that they just let go just, like, end up doing worse. I don't know. Whatever reason. A lot of system. Jason Jackson is a system cornerback. 
That's what it is. Because like, the guy they drafted, Jack Jones, he looks just as good. And like, I think their defense looks better th- this year than it did last year. Damn, yeah. I mean, this game was weird, though, because in the first half, like, Russell Wilson looked pretty good. Like, I'm pretty sure he, he had, like, a great, started, like, like, completion. Started 7 for 7, I think, or something. Yeah, something like, he started, like, 7 for 7 or something like that. Yeah, d- he had, like, 10 completions, 10 to 11 completions, like, pretty quickly. Like, I think going into the half, he had, like, 11 completions for, like, 15 or something. He had, like, a touchdown. And they were, like... They were like had the, like the lead, and I I was like okay, like maybe he's like back now, but then like the second half might be like his worst half. I think he was like three for eleven or something, in the second half passing. Like this is this is terrible, dude. And then like and what- Melvin Gordon is having issues. Like they benched Melvin Gordon and put in like Latavius Murray. Like it's just weird vibes, man. On this team, like. I called it in that Colts Broncos game, man. I said whoever loses or Colts, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Colts Broncos. I said whoever loses is gonna like their season is just gonna spiral out of control, and like it looked like Denver could have won this, but then like they end up losing it still, and it just goes even worse. Like I don't think the locker room is united. Like it seems like the players are blaming each other. Like you see like KJ Hamler on the sideline, like Cortland Sutton and like Jerry Judy and. Uh, Melvin Gordon, like they all just look like they're like not like unified, and you can't really win in football if your team is like that. Like you need everyone to be like on the same page and like determined to win. You know, it just seems like they're out of it now. And what's crazy is that like it was another muff punt. There's a lot of muff punts this weekend, and like it, and this is another one where, where it cost the game. It was an overtime, and the Chargers punted the ball back. And I know the Broncos' office wasn't doing anything, so there's no guarantee. But they could have. This is their third possession in overtime. Like, oh, they would have been third possession in overtime. They could have very easily got in field goal range. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't looking that good, but they could have got in field goal range. And then they muffed the punt, and then Chargers have the easy win. So yeah, like this it, overtime it was so ass. Like no one moved the ball. It just kept punting until the muff punt, and then they won. It was three plays nine yards, three plays negative four yards, three plays three yards, three plays one yard, and then finally so they got the field goal. Like, uh, yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, it's a good win for the Chargers, man. They don't even have Keenan Allen, and they're still winning these games. Um, uh, Austin, that very like, shaky though. They like I thought they would like look more dominant. I guess I don't know. I mean, I think maybe I had higher expectations. If you're missing your top ten receiver, I think that does play a factor. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but, but I, I get what you're saying. They don't look as explosive as they did before, which is like kind of surprising because yeah. like their run game is going good. Like Herbert itself looks pretty solid. I I don't know. Maybe we're just used to it, but like, it, it does feel like the defense is saving them a lot more this year than it is the offense. But yeah. also in years past, like Brandon Staley was way more aggressive, and his like now he's just like been shaky with it. Like he doesn't know what to do at fourth down possession sometimes. So that's also is a factor. But I agree with you. They need to like they need to start like exploding more. But they did play a good defense. But we'll see next week against uh the Seahawks. Like that that should be a high scoring game. Yeah, like if that's not a high scoring game, then I'm concerned about their offense. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, we can move on. Uh, let's go to Cowboys Eagles. Yeah, this was a really good game, actually. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you look at Cooper Rush's stats, like they were terrible. He was 18 for 38, 181 yards, one touchdown, three picks. But like the Cowboys were still in it, like the whole game. Like it didn't. Like they, it feel like they just lost. Like 
I know the Eagles had that one drive where like Jalen Hurts like they just like kept running the ball and then Jalen Hurts just threw a touchdown. I think it was Devontae Smith who caught that one. Um like that was the drive that sealed the game. But even though like Cooper Rush played this poorly, like the Cowboys still had a chance. It just shows like how good their team is. Like they they have a really good team, man. <laughs> like the, the the fact that they like almost won this game. I mean, I know the Eagles, like they're the ones that like made the actual play and like won the game, which is like kudos to them because they had they should win this game. And like they're definitely probably like one of the best teams in football right now, probably like top two or top three. But like the Cowboys, like I don't know if they're that far behind, especially if they get Dak back soon. Bro, what have I been complaining about the Eagles all year about? Even though they're six and zero, what's the one thing I've been saying? They just score in like one quarter and then do nothing yep. the rest. Yep, and like happen again. <laughs> like they just score one quarter and okay, yeah, they got that six at the end. But like for the rest of the game, it didn't look that good. They weren't able to move the ball in the third quarter, and they weren't even able to move the ball until the like the, the until the Cowboys finally pulled through. So like. I don't know, man. That's still concerning because, like, how often? I mean, I get okay. The first six games, you can put up twenty points in a quarter, like you can't keep that up. Because I think this is a game where always Dak, the second quarter too. Yeah, yeah, the second quarter. This is a game if Dak played, I think the Cowboys win. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that too. And I, I mean, and also like Cooper Rush has looked like pretty solid, pretty solid like this season. And it was just a bad game from him because he had three picks, but like. Like one of them wasn't his fault, but the other two picks were just like, "Bruh, like, what are you doing? Like, this, this, like, he was just doing too much, I think." And yeah. I mean, it's a high his... pressure situation for him. Like, this is like a high pressure game. I mean, hopefully, Dak is back soon. Like, cause yeah, he said he's gonna play like this weekend. So against versus the Lions, yeah, that'd be a good game for him to come back for. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles triple option is crazy because I was watching, uh, I think, Emmanuel Acho, whatever, like that former football player. And, like, he was, like, yeah. doing, like, a breakdown of the Eagles triple option. And they're showing how insane it is because, like, you have a running back and you have the receiver coming towards the ball while Jalen Hurts is, like, fake handing it off to the running back. And at the same time, Hurts is running with the ball and the receiver and the receiver is coming towards the ball. And then the receiver just fades to the end zone. So, like, I, I don't know. It's like if you watch the video, you'll understand. But that whole breakdown is actually crazy. Because it, because they have the players to do that triple option. Because all three of them Man. are solid. Like if you have if you put Devontae or AJ Brown in that position, and you have Sanders and Hurts in that position, like it's people teams are falling for it all the time. Yeah, they have a really good offense. Like Nick Sirianni is good, man. He like makes it simple, but like because their offensive line plays well, like they can execute all this shit like pretty well. What's crazy? They're is a tough he- team to beat, man. This team can go 16-0, and 0, and I'm sorry. I just still will not believe in them because this schedule is actually insanely, like, ridiculously easy. Like, like, like bro, okay, so the Lions, Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, Cardinals, Cowboys. Probably one playoff team in that. Two playoff teams in Damn, that. Damn, yeah. And then Steelers, Texans, Commanders. Like, are you kidding me? And they play the Colts. Yeah, Pack- they could be nine and zero. <laughs> and then Colts, Packers, Titans. That's like their only real test. And then it goes back to Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. This is a very easy schedule, and they can very. Well, Giants easily- is good this year, bro. You forgetting? Yeah, no, I, I know, but like maybe <laughs> at that at that point, the Giants might not be that good. So like it it is a lot like riding on like this schedule. So like I'm not gonna jump under the Eagle bandwagon yet because remember the Steelers started thirteen and zero two years ago, and what happened to them? Yeah, Card- that Cardinals was the start- biggest fraud team in in, in NFL history, though. <laughs> yeah, and the Cardinals started eight and zero last year, and like, look what happened. So, like, yeah, true. I'm gonna wait and see how. Cause even like the, three years ago, the Patriots and Ra- not Ravens, Patriots and 
I think Niners both started eight and zero. Obviously, the Niners made it to Super Bowl, but the Patriots lost first round. So like, yeah. I think I think I need to wait a little bit before I say anything about this team. But like, they they do look good. Jalen looks good, but I need to see play to some actual competition now. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the Bills and Chiefs. Uh, so yeah, this was a pretty good game. This is like definitely like the marquee matchup. But even this game, like you would think it would be insanely high scoring, only goes to twenty four to twenty. I, I feel like both teams moved the ball pretty well, but like they did, they failed to like punch it into the end zone, I guess. And then the end, like I don't know, Josh Allen, he, he's just like too clutch, man. At the end, like he he's like different, dude. He's like really good. <laughs> I don't know. This does really feel like Buffalo's year. I don't know why. Like over. Other years, I guess other years, they still had like these weird, like embarrassing victories where like they wouldn't play well. But this year, like it doesn't seem like that. It seems like they're finding ways to win these weird games. Um, And this was like a good example of it, too. Um, And yeah, like with Von Miller, like I think we said it was like the week one where like with Von Miller, like their defense is different. Like they sacked Patrick Mahomes three times, 19 yards, and they picked him off twice. Like I think this is just like a better team than they've had in the years past. Uh, I don't know if the Bills are the better team. I just think the Chiefs don't look as scary, even though they are four and two. I just know because we all know in the back of the back of our minds that there is no Tyreek Hill. But like I think, I think not only do we see it, the Bills see it too. So like this was like their big bad that they couldn't get over, like the Pistons to Jordan or whatever that whatever everyone wants to say. But like, uh, the, like the Chiefs lost their Scottie Pippen or whatever Dennis Robin, whatever you want to call him, and like. Wait, sorry, it's the other way around, right? All right whatever. The, 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 like, the Pistons lost their uh, Isaiah Thomas or whatever. And, uh, like, now, like, I think the Bills, like, aren't wouldn't be as scared if they have to go to Arrowhead or whatever that stadium's called now or if they play the Chiefs in Buffalo now. Like, I think they I th- I think, I think they could beat them this year in the playoffs. And what's crazy is, like, this game might actually affect who gets home field advantage in, this, in the playoffs for that game. Yeah, it, it was a pretty important game for sure. And um, yeah, no. yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. I was saying for for whatever reason, Gabe Davis just goes off on the Chiefs. I don't know what it is. Like I think like Gabe he's been Davis pretty is... good this year, though. I yeah. didn't think he was like a good number two, but he kind of he's kind of showing some stuff this year. And and Shaw still can't win. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. He's blaming me for like. Getting bad running backs, but like every good running back was taken, and no good running back. What's his team record? I think he's three and three. I'm pretty sure based on what I've just heard. Oh, uh, that's fine. I mean, I think most of the league is three and three. Yeah, I mean, he, he's but he's just bad on the waiver wire. That's the problem. It's not my fault. He can't use the waiver wire correctly. But uh, anyways, like uh, uh, all of Buffalo's big three got a touchdown. Big three receivers: Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, and Stefan. So I thought that was cool. And then, like, uh, at the end of the half, the Chiefs had, like, 12 seconds left, and they still found a way to get a field goal, which is, like, kind of still crazy that they did that Oh, again. yeah, that was crazy. But, like... Uh, their offense is insane, man. Their offense can just move the ball, like, at any at will. Like, Patrick Mahomes too good, man. They just, just, like, don't have Tyreek Hill to, like, do some absurd shit, but it's still a pretty good offense, I would say. As it stands now, you think this is the one and two seeds? Yeah, only because I don't like see what other team in the AFC can challenge them. The Jets, only a game behind the Chiefs. <laughs> or that nah, sorry, the same record as the Jets. Chiefs. Can keep it up. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, they're good, but I don't think they'll keep it up the whole season. I'd be shocked if they do. That'd be crazy. If they do, then I'm all in. I also think Josh Allen in his game was, like, incredible, not because of his passing, but the way he was running the ball. Like, there was a play where he, like, hurdled over a defender, and he was just, like... Oh, tr- yeah, that run was insane. He was just trucking guys. He, like, wherever he went, he was just trucking dudes, and I was, like, very impressed because, like, you don't want your quarterback to lay their body like that, but he's a pretty big dude, and, like, he doesn't, like, really care about what happens. So, like, I'm impressed. Yeah, I like true. That. I like that. I mean, bro, like, I, I'm, like, falling in love with the Chiefs. I mean, sorry, I'm falling in love with the Bills. It's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, weird. Can't like a division rival like that. Uh, they were never really a rival is what I'm saying. Oh, you know, also, who else, who else who sucks, who like, I've always hated in the NFL? Isaiah McKenzie. He's just so bad. I don't understand how he's not Oh, yeah, he was so ass this he game. He was so bro. bad. He was, like, bro. actually, like, trying to throw the game for them. <laughs> Yeah, and he's had, like, one good game in his career. And, it was, of course, it was against the Patriots, and that's it. Like, he had three touchdowns against us in the one game, but I've never seen him ever do good. He got a touchdown here and there, but, like, I feel like Josh Allen, every time he throws the ball to McKenzie, he just drops it. And then th- there was that fumble, which I think was Allen's fault, but, like, whatever. I'm blaming McKenzie on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the Cardinals and Seahawks. Yeah, the Cardinals have had a very, like, disappointing year. I mean... I don't know what I guess I don't know what their expectations were, but like two and four is like kind of sad. Like, I don't know really what more to say. Like, their offense has just looked average. They just look like a very like average to below average team. Um, and the Seahawks, like as we've seen so far, like they're like a like, I mean they're not a good team, but like they're a team that shows up every like every night uh, Sunday and like wants to like play hard. And, like, if you don't beat them, like, they'll take it from you. Like, you can't just, like, walk into that and, like, hope that they beat themselves. Like, they will beat you if you have that mentality. That's kind of what I saw. And, like, Kenneth Walker is now getting, uh, I think after Rashad Penny's injury or whatever, Kenneth Walker is pretty much the main running back on this team. Um, and he he's made big plays uh, in the last two games. Um, and, yeah, Geno Smith has been steady, and the Seahawks are 3-3. Three and three. Like, I never thought... They would be better than the Cardinals, but here we are. And the Cardinals' offense looks terrible, but at least they'll get D-Hop back. And they added Robbie Anderson. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a pretty big move for them. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to judge the Cardinals yet. I mean, I don't I don't think they're that good. Uh, I kind of regret putting them in the playoffs. But, like, I still want to wait till they like, get, like, D-Hop back. And I want to see how Robbie fits with the offense. Uh, I don't know. I, it's a lot. Like, I, I really don't like Call of Duty Boy. Like, he's, like, very, like, not good this year. Like, the, 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 there was a play in the beginning of the second quarter where I think it was, it was a fourth down. It was a very easy throw, and he just threw it to the ground. I think it was to, uh, you know, Benjamin. Like, you have to make that throw at that at, at that position with 10 yards away from the from, from the end zone. And then, like, I think what lost in this game was there was, um, there was three fourth downs that they couldn't convert. There's a lot of like fourth and twos, fourth and threes, and they just weren't converting it. You have to at least convert one or two of them, and they weren't getting that done. So that's that's what cost them the game, I think. And then like obviously, um, Call of Duty Boy had like fumbled at the end, which kind of screwed them over. So like and like the 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 offense, the only I mean the only points the Cardinals scored was off of a blocked punt. So like their offense was pretty much shut down, and nothing because of the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks did anything spectacular. I just think they couldn't get the ball moving, and they're going for a fourth down and couldn't convert a fourth down. So like. Maybe D Hop makes yeah, a they difference. struggle to score touchdowns. But if you don't have like a touchdown touchdown threat in the end zone consistently, it makes sense. Like we'll talk about it later, but like like Brady and Gronk, like Brady just missing Gronk is like a huge factor. And maybe like D Hop is like 
I'm not sorry. I'm not gonna call him Kyler. Maybe D Hop is Call of Duty Boys um, Gronk. Like I, I don't I know guess, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but, because they're able to get down there and like it's just yeah, they're able like, to move the ball. Yeah, and it is not able to. But I think the reason okay when you're like when you're not like close to the red zone and you have like that much space in the field, it's a lot easier for Kyler Murray to take off running. But once you get closer and closer to the end zone, there's not enough space to keep like running like he does. Yeah. I think like his running just bails them out when they're far. But when they get close, you can't really run. Right. It's harder to run when you're closer. So I think that's why they can't score. He continues to bail them out way too much. Like, I don't know if it's like if he's just not finding the open guy quick enough. Like, I don't know if the height is actually a factor. Like, I wonder how much that actually affects him because he is pretty short. And, like, that offensive line is, like, huge just in general, right? So, like, I wonder if, like, he just can't see the receivers and he's just trying to get away so he can, like, look at the receivers and throw it to them. Yeah, I genuinely think that's a problem in his career. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, I don't know. Drew Brees made it work. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you need a good coach and you can't have an idiot on the sideline in Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, true. And, like, Uh... I don't know, man. Like, they're they're playing the Saints tomorrow, like... It's not looking good for the playoff hopes. I mean, the only thing that's saving them is like they're they're only a game behind the rest of the division. They're everyone in the division is three and three, so they're still in it. But like, I think there's a lot of like NF- NFC teams that can make the playoffs right now. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Let's go on yeah. to the Panthers and Rams. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This game was really weird. Like. The Panthers were actually beating the Rams at, at, at halftime. <laughs> like, this is just incomprehensible, dude. Like, the Rams are just, like, very average right now. They're getting through, but, like, again, like, how how is this the team that's supposed to, like, make it to the Super Bowl or, like, be in the NFC Championship game at this rate? Like, I don't know where that surge will come from. I don't know if this is, like, some Super Bowl hangover or what is it exactly. But they just look, like, very average. I think, like, whatever wins that they have, um, like, I think they just overwhelm those teams with talent a little bit. Because, uh, like, they beat, like, the Falcons and the Cardinals. Like, the Falcons actually look better than the Cardinals. The Cardinals is just, like, a poor team. And they panther Like, they lost to all the good teams pretty much that they played, in my opinion. And like now they have the 49ers and Bucks like next. Like will they beat any of those teams? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, see, um Silas actually pointed this out to me. Like we were saying like run game is an issue for like the Rams and Bengals. But the thing is, they were the two worst run or they were like the two worst run uh, offenses in the playoffs last year. Obviously it's not a fair sample size for everyone, but they weren't that they didn't have that good like rushing game in the playoffs and they still both made the Super Bowl. So, like, I think, like, a lot of it probably is Odell, which is, like, crazy how we're giving him this much credit. Like, that, that the way he was just op- able to open up their offense. So, like, that's what's cra- yeah. cra- 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 crazy to me because, like, they don't have a run game, but they didn't have it last year either. And, like, Stafford is just being Stafford where he always throws a pick a game, but he'll make the right throws here and there. <laughs> so, like, that, that, so I honestly think it's just it, – it, they're too reliant on Cooper Cup, and, like, he's catching everything, but, like, it's just – I don't know. It's too predictable. Yeah, and they also need. I I I mentioned it last time too. It's like Van Jefferson or whatever. I think he's gonna come back soon. Like they need him too. 
Yeah, maybe he can fit into that Odell role like somewhat, but um, they finally I mean, he just like runs deep, bro. He's like a deep threat. He'll stretch out the defense. They finally used Allen Robinson a little bit in this game. Like, thank God. Um, Vegas is done. I think. I don't think he plays another snap for this Rams team. I think they're still trying to look to trade him. Wait, who? I uh, can't makers like they're just not they don't oh not, yeah 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 they're looking to trade him and like uh honestly from this game I saw that like CMC like looked pretty he's like still like solid you know he had like a rough start to begin the year but he looked pretty good in this game so like I think like he'll get traded soon I feel like there's no way they can hold on to him for this long I think like any team yeah. could really use him right now Wait, like it'll be like a big they have to give him a lot of stuff otherwise like they might as well just hold on to him a couple draft picks, or I mean, however that works. Yeah, I don't know what the Panther. I think the Panthers are gonna get like Sam Darnold back or whatever, <laughs> so they might as well play him. Is it I just forget a... what happened to Baker, but yeah, this is like a nightmare season for the Panthers, bro. Like he, high ankle sprain, high ankle sprain because uh oh shit. Damn. So PJ Walker is their guy, and I think yeah. they play. Like... I don't think we should talk about the Panthers like the rest of the season, bro, unless they like do something. Okay, so this is the situation where you play this Jacob Eason guy. Like, there's no point playing. Bruh, Jacob Eason is so ass, bro. He's like the Colts, like, backup from like, years ago. Like, so it, he's look, not going to get at, developed. He's just Look at ass. your options, though. PJ Walker and Jacob ass, Eason. Bro. No, please. You can't just, like, be like, oh, yeah, like, let me just sign some rookie off the street. And, <laughs> and then, then let me, like, oh, yeah, one. like, now it's because we're ass. So I'll just develop this guy. But, but, like, but, if his but, ceiling is low, it doesn't matter, bro. Wouldn't that make more sense than letting a journeyman play for, like, you're not going to win anyways. So why not try to develop a young guy? Nah, but they think they can win with the journeyman, though. They think P.J. Walker can get play. It's P.J. Walker, but he's skinnier than Teddy Bridgewater. Like, he's going to die off of <laughs> one hit. Yeah. Um, right. Is it just me, or does, does Stafford say, turbo set every time he snaps? Is it just, like That's what I hear every time. I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, he does say that, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I thought I was going crazy because, like, everyone else just says normal ass shit, and he's saying, like, this, like, Power Rangers, like, morphing situation thing every time. So it's annoying. I'm dead. All right, yeah. Let's go on to the the Bucks and Steelers. And then, yeah, the Steelers, they actually pulled this one out somehow. Uh, probably no one thought they could win this game, but they did. Um, the Buccaneers offense, yeah, we were talking about it before. Like their offense just kind of struggles. Um, again, like they can move the ball, but scoring touchdowns is their main problem. Um, they only had one touchdown this game. It looks like I think the rest were just field goals, and that's not good enough to win the game against the Steelers. <laughs> um, oh wait, it should yeah, so- be it should be good enough to win the game though, because like the Steelers shouldn't be putting points on you. Yeah, but then I, I guess Mitch Trubisky played this game. No, 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 you were, no, no, no. You were okay. saying... Let's relax. If you watch the highlights, which I extensively watched the highlights, it was two big <laughs> plays. It, it was a lot of yak. Trubisky threw the ball. It was a big play by Hayward to get down the field. And then Chase Claypool was saving his ass every single time. Because pick... Uh, sorry, no, Trubisky just threw it somewhere and Claypool was catching the ball. So please, we're not yeah. giving any credit to Trubisky. Like 144 <laughs> yards, 75 was, was off of one play. So we're not doing all that, Okay. <laughs> I'm dead. That's mad funny. Yeah, look, it, it was Connor Hayward for 45. That was a long, and that, that literally, that literally was whole one possession. So no, Trubisky didn't do shit. Kenny Pickett just still didn't play. Like he looked good in the first half. He looked pretty good in the first half until he got injured. I just think the offense looked better in the uh, in the second half because I think Tampa Bay's defense got tired. That's one thing. 
and then and then Claypool just was phenomenal. Like he's had the best game of his career since that like seven touchdown game he had had one time or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty good, bro. We forget how good he was because just because he became he kind of became like a meme, but like he was really good. Um, this but this this is the same thing I've been saying with like the the Bucks offense. Like it's not even like the divorce; it's just no Gronk. I became a fan in twenty like two thousand nine, right? I think we drafted Gronk the next year. So basically, his whole career he's had Gronk and obviously Hernandez in the beginning, but he's always had Gronk. So he's always had a threat. Because it's a lot of situations when I was watching these highlights. It was a lot of third down, like third and five, third and six, third and four. We're like, it, 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 they're sending the pass rush, right? So if you have a tight end that can like easily curl off and throw to, that, that's what that's what you need. And the same thing in the red zone. So like the, he needs a player like that. And I don't know why no one's able to do that for him. Because Cameron Braid is not the answer. And no one else is able yeah, to. Yeah, their tight ends are ass, bro. That's the one area they failed this roster. But, but I, I, I don't know why he needs like a perfect ass roster every single time. Like he needs like a perfect ass roster to win, bro. Like if your roster is like not perfect, he's just mid. In in years past though, like when he's with the Patriots, he never had like a good receiving core. But he's always I mean obviously had Edelman at one point, but like he's never an elite receiving core. I think this is the, the best receiving core he's ever had as far as like wide receivers. But I think he's always had the safety valve of a, like a, of a Gronk, right? Which has always saved him in his career. And he just doesn't have that anymore. And you can see the difference. Like you can see where he doesn't have safety valve. It's a lot of third downs. He's not able to convert. So like that, I, it's it's crazy. The I'm... line is also also worse, bro. Like he just like remembers there's like that one video of him yelling at the offensive line. Yeah, no, wait, that was this week, right? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that was that was like no 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 no. That's that's just a man going through divorce, bro. Nah, like <laughs> nah, that's not the old line's fault, bro. They they were looking at him like, bro, get off me, bro. Those poor men. And, and, and like I, I think this is the second game this season where like they were down eight and then they scored a touchdown, but they can't they can't convert the two point conversion, which is like damn. It's kind of like I think the other game was the, the the Packers game, yeah, against the Packers where they scored a touchdown, and they couldn't call a two point conversion. So that's two losses right there. Yeah. But like they're still probably gonna win this division, which is just like the NFC is so bad that like this team could still be a one seed. And still walk this rule. That's so sad, dude. But yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the Ravens and Giants. Dude, I don't know how, but the Giants keep pulling off wins. Um, this one I really thought they were gonna lose. I guess they I think they came back like what is it, like 10? They were like down 2010. A bit. I think they had like some 2010. Yeah, they're down 2010 and end up winning 24-20. Um Saquon Barkley, I think he was the one that scored that go-ahead one. Um, I mean, he he's always good for like like he's like like dude. People have him on their MVP list, bro. So this man is just like producing every week, like twenty carries, like eighty to hundred yards, one touchdown each game, and like he he's like he's like the main reason why their offense succeeds. But again, Daniel Jones is just like really good at like not losing the game for them. Like a lot of times before, he would single handedly lose them the game, but now he's not doing that. Like he's just being more like a manager. Like he picks and chooses his spots. Like he throws touchdowns. Like he, he pl- he's playing like how they need him to play. And their defense is just elite, man. Like Kayvon Thibodeau is a monster. I think he's the one who forced the fumble. Yeah. Um, on Lamar at the end. And uh, I mean, I don't know. The, like from the Giants' perspective, it's crazy that they just keep pulling off their wins. Like five and one is insanely impressive. Their defense looks legit. Um, I guess we'll see. I know you're not that high on them. Like we'll see how it goes on, but. Still, man, five and one is five and one. 
And for the Ravens, this is like what, like the third loss that they've had that they could that they should have won, but then choked away. Like I think their team is kind of unraveling too. Like they get out to these fast starts, and I don't know what it is, man. I think it's exhaustion or something. I think like Lamar's like play style is like too tiring, and by the end of the game, he's just like kind of screwed. I mean, I think it's also like like actually not having that good of receivers because he he's he's almost like Cooper, he's almost like a Stafford in the sense of like. Like his Cooper Cup is Mark Andrews. Like it's all like it's been like that this year. Yeah. So like, so it's very easy to like just put pressure on Andrews and force him to throw to other guys. And like I, I don't know, bro. This game, I wasn't blaming Lamar for the losses at all this year, but this game is on Lamar. Cause like I, I, the snap was bad when it was I think 2017. It was a bad snap, and then like it went it ran behind him. But you don't make that throw at at that point in the game, bro. It's, it's like just take the sack, just do whatever. That's such a bad throw, and that's the easy pick for the Giants, and they, that's when they score a touchdown. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. It's just like such a dumb play. Like I understand trying to get out, like throw the ball away, but like actually throw the ball away. He threw right into coverage, so like this is on Lamar. And then obviously the next possession they get the ball, he fumbles the ball, which it was just a great play by Thibodeau. But like, and then I yeah, you need better ball security. Like he's like moving around in the pocket. And then there was a play in the third. Yeah, in both those cases, if they just took the sack, they might have won the game, actually. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. And then in the third. Like, who knows if the Giants' offense could have scored, bro, if they just punted the ball. I don't think I don't think they're going 70 yards down. Maybe they get a, yeah, maybe exactly, they get a, maybe yeah. they get a field goal. That's it. Like, I don't think they get a touchdown. And, like, in the third quarter, too, when, like, they got a field, the Ravens got a field goal, that drive, it was a throw to Mark Andrews, and he should have caught that ball. That was, like, an easy touchdown in his hands, and he dropped it, and they had to get a field goal. I, he obviously he made up for it in the next quarter by getting the touchdown, but like, I don't know, man. This is just this is a really bad loss. They shouldn't have like lost this game. And I think we both picked them to make the playoffs. And like now they're playing the Browns the next. Like, not looking good, but they're still first in the division, which is insane. Yeah, you're right. And also, I'm not high on the Giants because like, it's it, it's just like I don't I don't trust their offense. Their offense isn't that good. It's really just Saquon and then like Daniel Jones not messing up. Their defense is elite, but it is true that like the NFC East has a ridiculously easy schedule this year, just in general for all the teams. So like they could they could be a wild card team. I wouldn't be surprised if they are a wild card team. Who the Giants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're already yeah they're they're already like close to like. I think being like a wild card lock, honestly. Uh, wait, not a lock. Like the, the teams in the NFC, everyone else has a like pretty bad record, bro. You understand what you're saying, right? A lock. You're calling okay, them I a lock, right. like. But dude, they still have games against like the Seahawks, the Texans, the Lions, like. Two. They still have two games against the Commanders. Like their schedule is not all that difficult. I, I think they could do it. I mean, I, I think they'd have to win the division. I think, uh, like, right now, if you look at the wild card, right, you have, like, okay, you have the Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Cowboys, right? So, like, those are your teams that are leading. And you still have the Bucks, the Niners, the Rams, the Packers. Like, it's a lot. And then, like, the Falcons are kind of still there. The Seahawks yeah. are kind of still there. Like, it's a lot of teams right there. And all the teams that we thought would be good are on the bottom. So, they're going to obviously figure it out, and they should figure it out eventually. So, like, they'd have to Yeah, win. I guess you're right. The Giants would yeah, have wild to... card lock is, like, 2 OD, but... The Giants would have they to have a the good division. chance. They have a good chance, yeah, yeah, bro. 5-1 and good... one at this point, a great chance. They have a good chance, but, like, again, like, teams have started 8-0 and oh, still missed the playoffs. So, like, I wouldn't be that shocked if that happened. I think they have to win the division to, like, make the playoffs. And they, they probably could. They're only a game behind, but I think... They, I, don't think they're, I, don't, I don't think they're that good of a team. They are better than years past, though. Yeah. Um... 
All right, let's go on to Bengals Saints. Um, yeah, I mean, this was a classic Jamar Chase game, man. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, Joe Burrow didn't have to do much. He just had to throw the ball to Jamar Chase, and he just made some magic happen. Like, that last touchdown was crazy, man. He just broke, like, two tackles. I don't know, dude. Tyron Matthew is, like, hella washed, dude. I don't know if you saw that play. Yeah, no, yeah. But, like, I don't know what the hell that tackle attempt was, dude. I don't know why he was so gassed. Like, I don't know why people are fighting over to sign this man. He's, like, just not that great anymore. I don't know what it is about the Saints and tackling. I don't know why they just can't tackle in the open field. Because we all know that big one yeah. where they couldn't tackle. That huge game. And now this game. They just don't know how to tackle when it matters. It's funny because outside of that, they actually have a pretty good defense. Except for like those... They have a good, like, defensive line and, like, good corners. Like, except for those two plays in history, they have a good <laughs> defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like, I mean, just overall, like, their team has, like, pretty good, like, their defense, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, their offensive struggles, especially in key moments, are just always there. Like, they just revert to giving it to, like, Taysom Hill or some shit. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. They need Jameis back, I feel like. Even though I know Jameis was throwing interceptions, like, he could at least throw touchdowns, too. I don't know if I agree, though, because I think Dalton's been, like, pretty solid. I don't think his game's on Dalton. I think Dalton is moving the ball. They just can't finish in the red zone, at least in this game and like Brian against, yeah. against the Seahawks and a lot yeah. of teams can't finish in the red zone yeah that's uh, that's also why the offense is just like bad this year I don't know what it is like it's just uh, maybe there's just not enough like solid tight ends because I remember like three years ago we had like we had like we had like a lot of good tight ends in the league like you had a, you had the solid three of like Kiddo Andrews and then Kelsey and there's just a bunch of good tight ends everywhere I don't know I just feel like we're missing that nowadays because like I don't know when I'm playing Madden I always look for a tight end just because it's like an easy target, and like it's like more, consistent, yeah. more it's just a safer target. Uh, so I think Dalton's I don't been know. fine. I just bro. think the talent level is like crazy all around. Yeah, and I feel like in the off, like just in terms of like how it works, like what I was explaining in that other recap, like when you with Kyler Murray, like when you have like more of the field to work with, like the offense can like dominate because like the offensive skill players just have more space to like make people miss. But once you get down into the red zone, there's not that space anymore. And I think that's where, like, the defense can shine, like, a little bit more. Like, usually the touchdowns you see are, like, because of, like, miscommunication or something like that, right? Like, a lot of touchdowns are because of that or, like, broken tackles. Like, it's not because of, like, the offense just, like, destroy, like, you know, out schemes the defense or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, no, but I, I understand. I but... just feel like it's difficult. This is your argument, then isn't LeBron, isn't Michael Jordan the goat? Because there was less spacing back then, and he still did what he did. I've always said Michael Jordan is no, no, the goat. Okay, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that if this is the same philosophy you're saying that that they're doing that they're doing more with less space than like I think Jordan should be the unanimous goat. But I don't know. I'm just trying to bounce off of your point with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, it makes sense, but like. I, I don't know. I, I'm taking Andy Dalton right now because what Jameis has done, the, like when he did play, he didn't look that great. And I think Dalton has been like solid. He's been fine. Like, I, I think the ceiling is higher with Jameis, but the floor is higher with Dalton. So, like, yeah, oh yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So, if you're two and four right now, what are you doing? Like, if you had to pick, like, do you want a player with a higher floor or a higher ceiling? Like, don't you want to be safe with a higher floor? Yeah, I guess you're right because the wild card is like still probably in reach for them, or actually even the division, bro. The the Bucks is only up one game. Like if they figure their shit out, they could beat them. <laughs> yeah, and and it's... I mean it's like very unlikely, but they're still in the race, like six weeks in. 
Yeah, and like Michael Thomas, like if he ever comes back, like he'll be like he looked good, so like maybe he'll like he'll help the offense again because like I think the offense looked pretty solid when he was there, and they looked good last week, right? So like I mean that was also like an insane Taysom Hill game, but um, yeah, I think I think they still have a good shot. Like I I would trust this team more to make the wild card than the Giants, and like that might be crazy to say, but. Yeah, that is crazy, bro. People are gonna Silas gonna come crazy for you. I wouldn't be surprised the Giants <laughs> stop with eight wins. All right, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's move on to Vikings Dolphins. Um, yeah, like this was, uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I think thankfully the the Dolphins got Teddy Bridgewater back, so they actually look kind of like a competent team. With Skylar Thompson, is just like not it, man. Uh, no offense to him, but I think they're gonna get Tua back. So actually, they might get they might get back to being good soon. Hopefully, eh, eh. I feel like they had such a hot start to the season and it just got kind of derailed by like the whole Tua injury. And now they're like three and three. But like this game, at least like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle both got going again, which is like a good sign, even though they didn't win. What does Tua do that Teddy hasn't been doing? I don't know. Okay. So that's a good question. I, 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 Doesn't get injured as much. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm saying on the football field. Like, <laughs> what about Teddy? Have, have, have you? Can you say that he's bad? Like, I don't think I don't he's know. been. Maybe bad. the picks. I don't know if they feel like he throw, might throw more picks than Tua. Okay, maybe, but this might be a situation where his ceiling is higher and Tua's floor is higher. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, there's not that much of a gap between Tua and Teddy where I'm saying, like, oh, the, the Dolphins will be... Yeah, there isn't that much of a gap. I'm saying, like, like the Dolphins will be 6-0 and with Tua. Like, no, I don't think so. I think they still probably lose this game. But then if it's a young guy, you might as well develop him. Right? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But in this in, in, in this aspect, though, like you're saying that, like, oh, like they would be better with Tua, right? But I don't think they would be. Like, I think they was they still probably would lose these three games. Maybe, yeah. Like, this is not a bad team where they need to like where they're picking. The... But in the other games, like I don't know, they like they have to always get Tyreek and Jalen Waddle going, bro. Like if you can't get those guys going, like like you're just like not gonna have a chance to win the game. That's how you win the game. Just keep throwing it to those two. And and what's crazy is that again, but I don't know what it is with this week, but like so many teams just like fucked up losing the game. They all had a chance to win, and they just had a turnover in the end. I know that happens a lot in football, but like I don't I don't think it's happened this much because usually it'd be like all right, just a team just outplays another team. But again, in this game, like they were down eight points, right? And then okay, well also it's weird they were down twenty four. Oh yeah, I guess they're, they're down fifteen, so it's fine. So yeah, uh, they're down eight. And then Waddle gets the ball and he fumbles the ball. Like, and they had a really good drive going that drive too. They were looking good that drive. And my boy Teddy was looking good. And then Waddle fumbled the ball. So again, it's another team, like another game where like a team just messes up at the end. Yeah. No, that does happen. But it just shows like how close the NFL is, bro. Like there's like so like that one turnover could be like the difference between winning and losing. Like there's just like so many like small moments that are different between winning and losing. A one turnover could be crazy. the difference between a wild card spot, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, as far as the Vikings, and again, it's uh, I guess this was a one o'clock game, so Kirk <laughs> yeah, Cousins saying, is okay. I was just about to say that. I was about to ask you what time he played. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, man. I I never thought the Vikings would be like this because normally they just like end up as average. Like they actually have a pretty good start. I mean, they could always end up as average, but like they're off to a pretty good start this year. 
Um, I think like it also had like new ownership, new coaching. I think people are actually buying in now. And um, I, I think uh, also like, you know, how again, Stafford loves uh, Cooper Cup. Lamar loves Andrew, uh, not Andrew, Mark Andrews. And I think Cousins is forced to love Jefferson because I think there's a lot of the times in the years past where like he would just not throw on the ball, even though he was wide open because he wants to spread the ball out more. But I think now he's just like, all right, like Jefferson, Jefferson's going to kill me if I don't do it. So let's just keep throwing it to him. So like I, th- I, th- I think yeah. that's also a factor too. And I think that, like Adam Thielen, like is finally healthy. He wasn't as healthy in years past. So they look like good looking offense. Again, Dalvin Cook, if he can stay healthy, if he doesn't like, it's usually by like week 12, he's like out. Out because he like got another baby mama pregnant. But if he can stay all sixteen games, like he like they'll be pretty solid. I th- what's impressed me is the Vikings defense. I thought their defense was really, really good this game. They made a lot of good big plays. So yeah, I believe I in this team more than the Giants, and I don't know how crazy that is to say. Who the Vikings? Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. I mean, they've been like closer to mid instead of te- like the Giants have been terrible, and then now they're like good. Like the Vikings have been like average, and like now they're good. Like it makes more sense to go to from average to good than it does like from bad to good. But you don't like trust the team that went bad to good. No, I, I just think their offense is more explosive, and their defense isn't as much of a drop off. Yeah, the explosive offense. Yeah, I agree with that. Their offense is crazy, man. And w- w- what's the biggest reason is they don't have to rely on a wild card spot to win, win, the, get a playoff spot. Like they can easily win this division. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's what I'm, and they have like what two game lead now. Yeah, that's like yeah on the Packers. Yeah. And they 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 play Call of Duty Boy next week. So if he's busy getting if he's busy getting XP, I don't know, man. They could be six and one. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, not next week. It's, right. it's the week after because I think they're on a buy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go on to the Jets and Packers. Yeah, I mean the Jets is coming crazy, man. Uh, I mean. Like like the Giants, like I think the both about the New York teams, like they both have like young players that are like kind of setting the foundation for them. Like Breeze Hall is starting to break out. He had twenty carries, one hundred sixteen yards, one touchdown. Like uh, Sauce Gardner on their defense had that crazy pick six on yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I, I I guess it was a fumble. Sorry, I don't think it was a pick. Um, but he he's like really good too. Like they have Quinn and Williams on defense. Uh, they have like Garrett Wilson on offense. Uh, I mean, he didn't do much this game, but, like, he's still a foundational piece. But, like, it's crazy. Like, they don't even need, like, whatever. Like, they they just have enough talent on the roster that it doesn't matter who the hell is playing quarterback. Because before, like, their team just struggled because, like, Sam Darnold or whatever just keep throwing picks. But, like, now they're like, all right, like, fuck you, Sam Darnold. Wait, like, wait. we don't even care. Sam like, Darnold, you mean? They're just like, all right. If- you mean Joe Flacco? <laughs> yeah, well, Joe, Joe Flacco, Sam Darnold, oh, Zach past. Wilson, oh, okay, it don't okay, matter. Oh, that's what you're saying, in the past. Yeah, I'm saying in the past. Uh, yeah, in the past. Yeah, but now it's like they're they're just like able to win without that, which is pretty impressive. I feel like. I mean, bro, remember I said before the season started, like I think they, I think they're more talented than the Patriots, and like I think it's kind of showing here. They're val- they're a talented team. Like they have a lot of talent on this roster, and they have so many first round draft picks, high first round draft picks. Yeah, and I don't know. And Robert Sala has them playing hard. Like he really, he's really getting a lot out of them. And like, like that. This is where like our talk with the NBA NFL comes in. Like I don't think a motivating coach matters much in the NBA. Whereas like this, like you can really change a whole team around and have them play for you. Like that that whole motto of like, oh, I'll go run, I'll go run through a brick wall for my coach. That's like comes from football. 
like like no NBA players doing that for an NBA coach, especially not Doka, but they'll do it for Robert Sala. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, but but this game was um, lost yeah, on. I, oh, sorry. I was this game was lost on special teams, bro. Like this is all just Packers special teams. I don't know why why they struggle with like special teams punts and everything. Cause like uh, it, it was it was a block punch touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was a block punt touchdown. It was a it was a punt from the Packers, and then like the Jets blocked the punt, and this like happened in the Niners playoff game too. So like I don't know why this keeps happening to them. Yeah, word. That's pretty bad. They gotta fix that. But also their offense is just like weird. Like I, I don't know. Like I yeah. I think their offense is depend like was like hella dependent on throwing like contested shit to Devontae Adams, and like now they can't really like. I guess they try to go to Lazard for those plays, but it's just like not really it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like they're definitely missing Devontae. Like you could tell. So let me ask you this: Why are the Chiefs working without Tyreek and the Packers aren't working without Devontae? Because Patrick Mahomes bet. <laughs> Okay, but it's not that much better than Aaron Rodgers. They're probably one two or one three as far as quarterback rankings. I mean, I don't know. I think like well, Patrick Mahomes is just like insanely elusive, bro. If you watch him play, like he can just make people miss for so long until someone else like eventually springs open. Like Aaron Rodgers is not really running around that much. Like he took four sacks for thirty six yards in this game. Like, he was, like, pretty elusive before. I don't think he's, like, that elusive anymore. I, I think that's the main difference right there. But also, like, Andy Reid is just way, like, calls, like, way more creative plays uh, than Matt LaFleur does, in my opinion. Because I think Alan Lazard is better than any Chiefs receiver right now. Obviously, but not Kelsey. Like, would you would you agree with that? I don't know. I think he's about the same as Juju. Okay. All right, yeah. That's fair. I think like Juju like doesn't get as many targets, but like I think Juju is like just as good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, probably on the same level. I'm just saying like like they're like I'm trying to wonder why the drop off is, and maybe just the Chiefs are just a better franchise, and they like have a better offense, a better system, everything. Because like yeah, I think they have a better system. Yeah. But, but Matt Lafleur was always a good offensive mind. Like their offense was beastly the last three years. So like I'm just surprised that it relied on Devontae this much because we knew it affect them. But we thought it'd be more of a playoff yeah. problem than a uh, regular. They were also able to get like a lot of like big running games out of Aaron Jones in the past. Yeah, I mean, like he only has like one rushing touchdown so far. I, I think they were trying to phase him out and like uh, like not use him less and less. I think that was the thing last year and trying to get Dylan going, but like Dylan hasn't been that great either. So they kind of have to rely on Jones. I think there's like a whole contract dispute or whatever is going on soon. So like yeah. yeah man like again this has been the same issue with Aaron Rodgers like and like once the game became a blowout he like he's like yeah I'm not playing and he put his little buddy in Jordan Love so I have no respect for this man and look what happened yeah like I don't know I I think Devontae Adams just carried like a huge role on that offense and I think they're just missing that role okay so but... let me ask you this you think Devontae is mad, Devontae is mad that he left right now. Cause he's mad that he left Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, he. I think he wanted the money, so he's just like, all right, whatever. Like I, I'm saying, I don't know. The Packers situation is also weird because, like, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is like really weird with like, oh, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna stay, I want to trade, I'm gonna stay, and like all this other shit. He could be tired of that shit too. I'm saying, is he watching Packers games and is he happy? 
Devontae Adams? That's what I'm asking. No, why would he be happy watching the Packers? Because it, it, it it's like it's like if you leave a team that did you dirty or what not like you didn't like or whatever it is, like you're like happy that. Oh, you think he's like happy that they're suffering? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, probably. Okay, because he's probably not. Yeah, he probably he probably thinks that like, oh shit, they need me. <laughs> Can't even beat the Jets without me. <laughs> and I, because like his team is also struggling too, but like I think they still have a better shot. I think I think they'll turn it around. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, they're pretty far behind, but yeah, let's move on to the 49ers Falcons. Uh, yeah, this game was pretty weird. Mary Goda, um, Mary Goda, man, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Marcus Mariota's balling, bro. He has 13 for he's he didn't even pass that much 13 for 14, 129 yards, but two touchdowns in that. 144.6 passer rating. So you call a goat. yeah, that's that's beautiful. He ran for six times, 50 yards, one touchdown on the ground, too. Yeah, he is balling, dude. Like, they're able to move this ball. They're able to score touch. They're scoring touchdowns better than, like, other teams you would think would score touchdowns. I don't even know how it's happening. But, like, they're doing it. The Seahawks. Like, dude, look at the highest receiver on their team, Olamari Zacchaeus, has four catches for 58 yards. And they put up 28 points in this game. Uh, I mean, one play was a uh, fumble six, but yeah, so twenty one points. Yeah, that, that's still pretty. Like it's just like their offense is overperforming though compared to what I thought they would yeah. do. Is my point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but this goes back to the uh, the Seahawks and Falcons thing. Just like two quarterbacks that kind of just found their home. Like, I'm happy for both of them. Like I'm really, I really want these guys to make the playoffs or at least one of them. Because like it's just crazy that like like you get rid of. Like, like the franchise's greatest, like the the franchise's best quarterback they've ever had in Matt Ryan and uh, Russell Wilson, and then and you and you get bums who just weren't working out anywhere else, especially Geno Smith, and they somehow look so much better than the guy you traded for. Maybe not Ryan after this game, but just like in general this season, like it's 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 insane what they're doing. And obviously, a lot of that is just like okay, the Arthur Smith and the whole new offensive system with the uh, Falcons, but like. Matt Ryan can do this last year, and it's pretty much the same offense. So, like, it, it is kind of insane. And, like, a lot of credit just does go to, like, everyone buying in and, like, Caleb Huntley, like, figuring it out, Tyler Algier figuring it out. So, like, I mean, his running is just making a difference, bro. Marcus, like, his, th- like, mobility is just making a difference, I think. Like, when you don't have, like, high talent on offense, if you have a mobile quarterback, like, it's easier to do stuff like that. And I know, like, Gino doesn't really run, but, like, he's, like, so mobile. Like, when he, like, gets outside the pocket and, like, makes those, like, running throws that, yeah. like, are beautiful. Like, that that shit just makes it a lot easier to coach on offense. Yeah, I like quarterbacks like that where the running is your secondary option, which is, like, why I like Mahomes and Josh Allen. But, like, I don't like quarterbacks. Like, obviously, Brady is one. Like, he's just an exception. But, like, when you don't have the ability to escape the pocket, that becomes an issue. Right, especially when you don't have a, yeah. like a, a good offensive line, or if you're not the goat, it becomes an issue. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, true. Um, if if I had a gun to your head, who would you pick to win the NFC West right now? Like, what? Damn, and, I don't and even... who wins based based on whether I shoot you or not? I don't even know, bro. But yeah, I have a gun see, to I your head. Like, <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> Uh, let me see their schedule. You cannot keep saying I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, I, I think, I feel like it'll still be the Rams somehow, bro. Man, Raz might be dead, bro. Three months. Because, like, I don't know. I, I just think, like, the 49ers, like, they have, like, a like a slightly more difficult schedule, it seems like. Um, well, I guess the Rams do, too. But I think they, they pit against these teams better. I, I think I'll still take the Rams to figure it out, even though it's pretty awkward. So, well, they, they actually play each other next, the Rams and 49ers. That's going to be, like, a huge game. If the 49ers no, no, no. win that no, game, the, then they could win the division. No, I mean, uh, I guess the Rams are on a bye. If that's the case, because the Niners play. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah. The Niners uh, play the Chiefs. Oh, okay, so not. Yeah, yeah next, next week. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, based on strength of schedule, the Niners have the sixth easiest, and the Rams have the eighth easiest. Oh, so it's not even that big of a difference. Yeah, it's not that big of a difference. The Rams even have it harder, if anything. But like I, I don't know, just yeah. like just I feel like you can get more out of the Niners because the Niners have a better defense. I feel like than the Rams, and like the Rams' offense is like just as struggling as the Niners' offense. That's like a fifty-fifty thing, honestly. I I don't feel like that strongly that the Rams would win it, but yeah, actually, maybe the the thing is I don't know. I I forget. Uh, like I think if the 49ers had like was it was it Elijah Mitchell or whoever who got hurt for the season yeah. and then now they're going to Jeff Wilson like I feel like if they had him then like they would have like their like rotation of running backs or whatever that they do like that makes me feel like a lot more comfortable in their team than just having Jeff Wilson who played like really good for a couple games but then this game he was like really bad and you could argue that he might be one of the reasons that they lost this game actually he had like seven carries for twenty five yards, but he also had like a fumble on like a early drive that kind of like changed the momentum of the game. Yeah, uh, I, I mean the game was basically over after that. Like once that fumble happened. Yeah, then I guess they were just like throwing the ball because they were like behind. Honestly, in Madden, I might start giving the ball first to the opponent and then just like, and and then try to try to get a like a. I try to get like a defensive touchdown, and then I, and then like I'm off to a good start. Cause it's actually insane how much of like a better lead you do get. I don't know how much pressure it is if you're the offense and you score a touchdown first, or if you're the first team on defense because you get a touchdown first. I don't. Know. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, it's obviously a lot harder to get a touchdown on defense. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> impressed. It's not like you can just be like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna go out in this position and get a touchdown on defense. <laughs> Like you don't choose to do that. It just happens. If Jeff Wilson's carrying the ball like that. It probably happens a lot. But yeah, I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Kittle's finally going off. He finally woke up this year. But yeah, I mean, if you were to ask me, man, right now the Niners are favored. I mean, I, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks just for the fun of it. Damn, <laughs> that's a hot take. That's a hot take. No, but it's probably not going to be them. It's probably one of these two teams. But I, I just feel like I would trust the Niners more right now looking at it. Just because how – I guess our expectations were higher for the Rams and a lot lower for the Niners because of the whole Trey Lance situation. But, like, I think they're very equal on defense and they're pretty much equal on offense. Yeah, but they also just botched this game against the, like – Falcons. But the Falcons are a good team, though. And, like, the, the Rams almost lost to the Panthers. And they have the same record. Yeah, I guess. They have the same record. I mean, their big, their main big win is against the Rams. Uh, other than that, like they lost to the Broncos, actually. And, and, <laughs> they lost to the Bears. They lost to like pretty bad teams, bro. Sean McVay cannot beat the Niners in the regular season. 
So, like, if the Niners go up 2-0, that might play a big factor when it comes down to it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, no, it's going to be crazy. because We're going to be very, very wrong if the Rams don't win the division. <laughs> yeah, sure. Our prediction is going to go to shit. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. Uh, so, you said you had a lot to say about this Patriots-Browns game. Well, let's hear it. We're already, the Patriots we're, winning the Browns. We're already at our teams. Oh, yeah. Why does my team go first? Okay, whatever. This game was a blowout. That's why. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> why are we... The only reason I went first with this. Why are we winning, bro? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, I, I, I'm like torn as a fan because it's like, why? You want to tank? I don't know how you guys do this, man. Like, do you want? This is my. You want to tank? This is my first <laughs> time supporting like a bad team in my life. You didn't answer the question. Do you want a tank? I don't know what the right answer is. Like, <laughs> should I want the tank? Like, what am I tanking for? What who is out there? But why are we? I don't feel like it's worth tanking because <laughs> because I don't think you'll replace your quarterback. Why are we trying to win? We're not gonna win anything. Like, I, I just don't understand what what like what fans of mid teams root for. Like, if you're a Vikings fan, what do you root for? Like your whole life, I don't understand what you do because this is just a weird position to be in. It's either it's always been either win a championship or you don't, and I can't. And they're not even that bad where they like they're like they're bad enough to tank. I guess, but you're the only one that has that mentality because you just support good teams. So it's not my fault. They just always. happen to be good, and they've always been good. Which is like okay, like like when the Celtics were bad in fourteen and fifteen, like I wanted. No, sorry, 2013, 2014, I wanted them to tank completely, right? Uh, get as low traffic as they could. And then they got Marcus Smart or whatever, and then they turned everything around. So then, like, it's never really been, like, a years of mediocrity. They were just so bad that year, and then it just became good again, right? So I never know what to do when it's, like, mediocre teams, and that's what I'm in right now. Like, I don't know what direction to root for. Like, I'm, like, when I see that they won the game, I'm, like, shit. Like, should I be happy? Like, I don't understand what to do. That's like, I'm, like, in this dilemma. <laughs> I mean, in the NFL, you don't care, man. How You just celebrate when you win. Like in NFL, like being tanking or being a bad team is just miserable. Oh, but as a Colts fan, I mean, your whole life you've like you were always good enough to be a team that could win or do damage in the playoffs, right? Maybe the I guess yeah. I mean I don't know. There was like a couple of average years, bro. Like they missed that. They missed the playoffs like three or four years in the other time. But were you support? You like, were you you were expecting them to make the playoffs? Yeah, I like wanted them to make the playoffs. Yeah, but you didn't want them to tank. No, what the hell would tanking accomplish at that point, bro? Like, dude, at some point, like it depends on how you build the team. Like, if you're good at building your team, you you will never get to a point where you're bad enough to tank. Like, your team has to be very poorly built. Like, the only year that the Colts like were actually that bad was like that the year that Peyton Manning got hurt with his neck injury. And that was only because, like, Peyton Manning was so good. He just covered up, like, so many faults of the team. Yeah, it was just injury. And, like, also, like, at that point, the like, the Peyton Manning Colts, like, the other good players were, like, old as shit, dude. Like, they were, like, on their way out of the NFL or, like, onto other teams for, like, their last, like, year in the NFL. So, like, th- that's, like, how that happened. But, like, I think the Patriots overall, like, always build a good roster. And, like, their defense is always pretty good. But, like, their defense has been pretty elite, actually, the past couple years. So when you go up against like this like backup quarterback, then I think like you'll just go up against you'll get like shit like this that happens, you know, 
Like they picked off Jacoby Brissett two times. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like their defense played really well, but actually like it was their offense that punched it in, you know, that's pretty encouraging. Like they're just able to run the ball like really well, like at least this game. Uh, uh, um, and they just kind of dominated. I think what we always forget. So like I, I, we made this mistake last week, like Bill Belichick is such a good coach where he like dominates certain quarterbacks or certain teams. So he's always dominated Jared Goff, right? And then, like, uh, he, he's always dominating, like, young... Uh, he's always dominating, like, like, young QBs, right? And, like, Jacoby Brissett is a guy he had in the system. So this should have been something that we've seen coming, that he's going to, like, figure out a way to win these games, right? Like, players that he can't dominate are, like, Josh Allen types or, like, Patrick Mahomes types, right? But he goes always dominate, like, a young quarterback who doesn't know what he's doing or, like, a former player. So, like, they can get a lot of wins like this, which is, like, actually insane. And, yeah, I agree with you, but, like, the offense are good, and... I, I'm I'm gonna say it like I'm glad Bailey Zapp is playing really well because it's putting a lot of pressure on Mac Jones because like I, I think Bailey Zapp has a better pocket presence than Mac Jones because there's a lot of plays where like Mac Jones would take the sack because it doesn't realize what's around him but Bailey Zappi has been really good at like understanding where the pressure is coming from and understanding where it is and he has a good connection with the O line to like like to let him go where he's going to go and he just moves around and makes the right throw so I'm like really really impressed with him. Damn, yeah. I was gonna ask, like, what do you think? It, I was like, do you think there's a huge difference between uh, Bailey Zapp and Mac Jones? I don't think there's a huge difference. I still think Mac Jones is better. I still think like Mac Jones it should be the guy that you develop, unless like. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I agree with that. For sure. Unless so I'm just asking. Yeah, unless Zappy keeps doing this for a couple more weeks, or like maybe the rest of the season, or whatever it is. But I think I still think Mac Jones is the guy. But I'm glad that Zappy's doing this because this is putting a lot of pressure on Jones just to be better, you know. And like that's what you kind of want. You want to push your guy. So like because there's a lot of times yeah, where like sure. I think Zappy's better at like making the right throw in the sense of like Mac always before he snaps the ball he knows who he's going to and he and he and he sticks with that guy he doesn't change it when the play like when the play develops right but I think Zappy's a lot better at just letting the play develop and then picking the right guy so I hope Mac can understand and learn from this but like it, it, it's a good problem to have I think yeah yeah i agree no it is a good problem to have i mean you have to figure out like yeah i would say like this season is probably about the growth of like those guys right like you want like mac jones to grow into like being like i feel like you should hope that he becomes like some kirk cousins level type starter <laughs> like you know what i mean like I, I mean i don't think like his he'll be like some elite the top of the league quarterback yeah. but like kirk cousins is like above average and he can lead like a team that can like win and go to the playoffs. We'll win never, then like after we'll that, never win like a championship though, it's on prime time. <laughs> what are we supposed to do then? Oh uh, yeah, okay. I don't mean become <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I said like get to Kirk Cousins' okay. level. I have to make sure we don't get the curse. Yeah, like I don't see any reason why he can't get to like at least Kirk Cousins' level, bro. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I, I think that's a good like uh, ceiling to have. Like, obviously, he's not gonna be like. Like a Drew Brees or like one of those like top tier guys or whatever it was, but yeah. um, but as far as the Browns, I mean, you can't compare him to like all these like the old heads, bro. Like the old heads, like stats is actually crazy. Like I didn't realize, but like even like Matt Ryan, like he's like seventh or sixth. He's like seventh all time now in passing yards. Like he just passed Dan Marino. Like these a lot. Most of the quarterbacks will never get there, bro. Like, yeah, I agree too. Like. No, but I, I was going to say, as far as the Browns go, bro, like, this is bad. <laughs> this is really, really bad. Three straight losses now. 
And like honestly, like three of these four losses are games they should have won. Like the Jets game. Yeah, this this game they shouldn't have won. Yeah. This one was clearly they should have yeah, won. Yeah. This 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 game destroyed. I think the Patriots were just like like again, like Belichick knew what to do and how to handle them. But like they're playing the Ravens next and then the Bengals next, Dolphins, Bills. Just keep just keep Deshaun out, bro. Like I, I I think there's another girl that said her that said his name or something that came up. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just ridiculous at this. I point. think I think James uh, Booknight and Montrez Harrell should like ask if the Browns are hiring. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's. Uh. We could move on to our last game. Uh. Colts and Jaguars. Yeah, so, I mean, this was a pretty, like, it was actually a pretty back-and-forth game, honestly. Um, Like, the Jaguars came out crazy. I think they were leading. Well, going into the half, like, it was only, like, 14-13, but I'm pretty sure Jacksonville went up 14-0, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Let's see. No, they went went up 14-3. Um, yeah, and I don't know, as a Colts fan, I was like, damn, like, this is the time when we're, like, out, but, like, it, it just felt, like, very deflating to go down 14-3 again, because it's just like, ah, oh, shit, like, here we go again, but, like, this game, like, they changed up the offensive line again, Um, it looks like they started playing, like, Dennis Kelly instead of Bernard Raymond or whatever, the left tackle, like, they found an offensive line combination that worked. Like Matt Ryan passed fifty eight times and didn't get sacked once. That's insane. That's cr- crazy, that's like a crazy. Bro. What the hell? That's <laughs> insane. That's actually insane. Yeah, like I think this game, like, see, before the Colts just kept trying to force the run, but like there were no running lanes because the offensive line was not blocking. And this game, like, instead of doing like running plays, they're like, dude, fuck it, we're just gonna throw the ball. And, like, they did, like, smart plays this time. Like, instead of running it, just throw, like, a little screen or something, right? And let that guy get, like, three yards or whatever. And let that be your run. And they did that, like, so often. Uh, And it was, like, actually a pretty effective game plan. Like, basically, the Jaguars' defense just got tired. And, like, Matt Ryan got into, like, a good rhythm. And he was just dealing the whole night, man. Like, he he made a bunch of great throws this game. I'm pretty sure 42 is his, like, career high. And it's also like a Colts record. Like I don't think anyone has completed forty-two passes. <laughs> Not even Luck or Manning. No, dude, forty-two is a lot. Like I, they probably had like forty to fifty pass attempts per game, but f- completing forty-two of them is insane. Like, Matt Ryan had a great game, but like Carson Wentz could never. This is like this is a really good game. Um, yeah, and, and I would say like yeah, if, I mean from the Jaguars side, like. I don't know, man. Trevor Lawrence's stats will look good, but he was pretty flustered this game. Like, the, the Colts, like, they gave him pressure a lot. Like, they they sacked him four times, and he was probably pressured into, like, missing, like, into, like, making, like, doing, like, having weird possessions a lot. Um, I, I mean, his stats don't look that bad because a lot of times, like, if he doesn't see anything open, he'll, like, bail out and run and just get, like, one or two yards or something. That's why you see, like, his six carries, like, is only for 23 yards. Um but a couple of those were also on the goal line. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just like, I don't know. I think the Jaguars have now lost, like, what, three in a row, I think, if I'm not wrong. So they're kind of, like, going back to reality. I mean, they're a better team for sure than they were last year. But, like, they still don't seem to have, like, the ability to close out games. Um, and, and I don't know. Like, this, yeah, 
I would say from the Colts side, like their skill position players just went crazy this game, man. Like this is really good for all their skill position players, I would say. How do you feel about Dante Jackson? Oh, Deion uh, yeah, Jackson, yeah, like yeah. the running back? Dude, he's really good. Dude, I don't know how much better. I think like he might be just as good as Naheem Hines, bro. Like low key. <laughs> yeah. Like I know Naheem Hines is the backup to Jonathan Taylor, but like low key, I think Deion Jackson is just as good. And like I, I don't know. I think they have to keep him on the active roster, bro. Like keep him in third, like just in case. Okay, so do me a favor. Go to the. I just have a question. Go to the YouTube highlight. Colts, uh, Jaguars, and just go to 345. Just look at that run. Just, just type in Jacksonville, Indiana in the um, YouTube real quick. All right. What do you want to say? Okay, Jacksonville, Jaguars, Colts, highlights. Yeah. It's the one on the NFL channel. Yeah, it shows twenty twenty two week six, right? And, yeah, and, and go to the three forty five mark, and then and then uh, watch that run by Jackson, and then I have a question for you. What is it? Three forty five. Yeah. It's the one where he's on the sideline. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm watching the Michael Pittman one right now. Oh yeah, I'm watching it. Okay, does he go out of bounds? I feel like he go. It was. I feel like he was in bounds, and then he went out of bounds, and then the ref called it out of bounds. Did what happened on this play? Do you know? Or are you uh, asking I, me? I'm, bro, if you if you watch the highlights, with, if you watch the highlights with sound, when he actually steps out of bounds, is when the ref calls him out of bounds. What I'm saying is, yeah, I, I think he thought like the ref called him out of bounds earlier, so he just went out of bounds himself. But I don't think he was ever out. That's my. That's what I'm. Oh, so you're saying he could have just yeah, kept going? Like, am I just crazy? Like, <laughs> if you're watching those, like, if you watch, nah, what happened, bro? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, let me watch. It was it in bounds, time. right? Nah, yeah, they didn't call. No, I think that guy shoved him, so he was like on his way out. That number five guy shoved him. He wasn't out of bounds. So you're saying he probably didn't have the momentum to stay in. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have the momentum to stay in after that number five guy shoved. I, I guess it was just the angle because the angle I was looking at, I was like, bro, you had a clear lane. I don't know why you went out of bounds. No, 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 no. That guy shoved. Yeah, it's hard to see from our angle, but that guy shoved him. Like when you get shoved that hard, it's pretty hard to stay in bounds, bro. And then the other thing I wanted to ask is when, when it was twenty-one nineteen, right? And then the Colts scored touchdown. Why did they not go? Oh, the Michael Pittman shit failed. What are you saying? Yeah, they went for the two point to Michael Pittman, and he, I think they, he, I, it was like a close catch, but he dropped uh, it. Like it hit the floor and the ball moved. No, 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 because they scored seven points, meaning that they, meaning that they went for a PAT. Wait, when was this? Like which uh, score? It was twenty-one nineteen Jaguars, and then and then the Colts scored a touchdown. So they're up 25-19. Yeah, 21-19 Jaguars. And next to the Colts. But what are you saying? Like, what is the difference if you go for two there? Why would you not go for two? Why are you going for one? It's still 27-26 at that point. Even if they score a touchdown, it's tied. Okay, so, so, so look, it's 26-21, right? And then the Jaguars get a touchdown. So then, then the Jaguars end up going for two, which, which it fails. So my point is if the Colts went for two, and it's 27-21. And if the Jags get a touchdown, they tie it at 27. 
So then, like, okay, they'll just go for one or two. I'm, I'm saying what ended up happening, it kind of screwed them in the over, in the end because, like, I think they should have gone for two, just because, like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but I, I think these guys love you. Yeah, I think you are overthinking. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because if they don't get it, like, they're down. Like, if they don't get it, I guess they're down by one or. Okay, but, I, I, actually, I think I understand it now. So if they don't get the two point conversion, it's twenty five twenty one. Then the Jaguars can go for the touchdown and the two point conversion. And then they're up four. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. This is hella analytics on the sideline. Actually thinking about it. Yeah. Nah, this game was hella back and forth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, I would say like the craziest moment was that walk-off touchdown, man. Like the last like series, it, it looked like I mean, Michael Pittman like makes the play to get them into field goal range. And you're like, damn, like, okay, we just need our this kicker to make a kick uh, and, and we'll win the game. And then, like, they, like, I forget, Matt Ryan, like, trips and falls because I think, like, the center got pushed back into him. And then, like, they run, they do a running play and they lose yards. And then third down, like, they call a pass and actually score on it. That that moment was crazy, okay. man. I was happy about that, though. I, I, I'm very happy about it because, because you see a lot of times where, like, well, teams will play only for the field goal, right? And this is the time yeah. where the Colts are like, nah, we're, going, we're getting it a touchdown. So that was a play call. It wasn't a broken play. That was a play yeah, it was a play call. Yeah, you're supposed right. to go to Pierce, and like a lot of times, people like teams are conservative and just get the field goal and then walk away. But they were aggressive with it and they went for the touchdown and it ended up working out. So that was really good. But wait, but I will say that like that that the touchdown that made twenty six twenty one didn't Jelani Woods get away with a little push off, bro? That was a little slight push off. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but good win by the Colts. Uh, three and two and one first in the division now. So. Yeah, I mean, it's I know I think the, I think they're still second to the Titans, if I'm not wrong. Uh, it says first. Oh, really? Are the Titans three and three? Nah, they're three and two. It shows them as for because we're three, two, and one. Like three and two is better than three, two, and one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it says Colts first in division. Like I, I, I know if you look at the standings, it says Titans first. But then, like if you look at if you click on the Colts from ESPN. It says three, two, and one first in the AFC South. Shaky, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, uh, and as far as I don't know why yeah, the, the, Trevor Lawrence is like, I don't know, man. This is uh, this is supposed to be the greatest college uh, quarterback since Andrew Luck. I've been saying this. <laughs> you say that I'm every week. Saying it every week until he proves it to me, because <laughs> he just hasn't been that. I'm dead. Yeah, I mean, I think he's like an average quarterback, bro. I mean, I don't know. He gets a lot of love on Twitter, bro. In Twitter analytics crowd, they love him, man. Uh, don't know, really know why. Would it be a disappointment if he had a Kirk Cousins career? For the like for Trevor Lawrence, yeah. For him, or no. like for 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 considering the hype he had, yeah, that's yeah. kind of ass, okay. dude. He yeah, he did have it. He had so much hype, dude. At least, like, I would say, at least, like, Joe Burrow, like, lived up to it. You know, I would say. Like, Joe Burrow has, like, been, like, as good as advertised, I would say. If Mac Jones has a better career than Trevor Lawrence, man. <laughs> that's good. That's good yeah, content. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know how they're going to bounce back from this. But this division is kind of interesting because, I don't know, this Colts-Titans game, it feels like the winner of that is going to have, like, a pretty nice lead for the division. Jags Giants uh, next week is actually a very interesting game. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean I think that's about it for this week. Um thanks for listening guys. I mean I th- I guess the NFL podcast will be a little bit shorter now since uh there's not as many games but 
Uh, we'll still do the recaps and have everything for you on a weekly manner. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week.